Hello everyone, my name is Destiny, otherwise known as the Tribe Woman of God. How are you guys doing today? Welcome, welcome, welcome. So last week, we talked about boundaries and relationships, okay? The two main relationships being the one you have with God and the one that you have with self, and the fact that boundaries help protect you and they are implemented to better your life, okay? That is all they are for. Don't look at them as things you cannot do but more of a, as a weapon and as a way to get peace, okay? Today's boundaries, we're still going to be that peace, inspiring tactics what we're going to take because everybody likes peace. And the best way to get to peace is kind of, you know, we need the boundaries because people are just going to try to just do what they want, try to barge in, and it just creates just chaos and we don't have time for that we don't have time so boundaries in the workplace peace provides clarity and clarity induces wisdom okay so we need to make sure at all means that we are finding ways we can be peaceful and a lot of the times people don't have peace is because they just allowing people to do whatever I get it. People who are salaried, they're like, oh, I got, yeah, I'm pretty much on the clock all, all the time. No. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. When I come sal- become salary, the, the minimum hours I'm going to give maybe 45 a week. The maximum maybe being 50. And hear me out. because I'm not. I get the whole, well, when you stay over, it shows you, you know, you're dedicated and it helps you get to the next level. The only, the only thing, the only entity, the only reason I will be getting to the next level is not because the job said so. And I think a lot of people give the job too much credit. The job is a job, okay? The job can be lost tomorrow because of a natural disaster, because, you know, something crazy in the news, it can be lost. The job can change their mind and be like, we found somebody else. You know how many people have worked their butt off, did those extra hours, did those extra projects, helped everybody with their stuff and their stuff and still got overlooked by somebody else? who just seemed more qualified or was probably in that person's corner from the gate, whatever the case may be. There has to be a balance. There has to be boundaries. There has to be a standard. You are allowed to have time off. Yes, you're salaried. I've not been salaried yet, but I can only imagine. I'm like, hey, do I want to do five days a week? 10 hours a day and I keep my weekends apparently people are like oh well you gotta do weekends because that shows that shows that shows that shows who what goodness it is exhausting trying to put on the show for people for them to see that you are worth the job isn't that crazy that you have to put on this show to 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 your employment for them to see that you know you're worth the job instead of your work ethics and and just how you work in general 
Now you got to come in an extra day so they can see you. And it looks better. What do you mean it looks better? What the heck is going on here? I'm not a slave to work. You are not a slave to work. There has to be a boundary. There has to be. Because if you try to be all things to many people, you won't have any good for yourself. That's Mark Batterson's work, okay? I feel like communication is key in the workplace. People are going to have bad days. Somebody tried to tell me like, oh, you're not allowed to have a bad day in management. I am. I definitely am. I don't care what day of the week it is. I'm allowed to have a bad day. You're allowed to have a bad day. If the CEO of this company doesn't have a bad day, I'm going to be like, boo, blink twice if you need help. Because now I'm concerned. Now I'm concerned. Yes, you're allowed to have a bad day. You need to communicate that with your team. And as a team, you having a bad day, one bad day shouldn't make the team fumble. And that's what their argument was. The reason why you can't have a bad day is because you set the tone for your team. And if your tone is bad, then the whole team falls. That's not a strong team to begin with then. Because if you're gone, is the team going to fall then? No. A good leader makes sure that their team doesn't need them. When I walk out and something comes up, I need somebody to be next in line to take care of it if I got to go. And the same goes with any position, a lower level position. Hey, somebody's got to do their job. I even see myself being the manager. Hey, well, let me do this lower level job because their person's not here. Like, get it done. Yes, it's a lot. Or delegate, whatever the case may be. But I think you're allowed to have a bad day. And if your team falls apart when you leave, then that's a poor reflection on the leader. There is another conversation we need to have. And it is not about having a bad day. <laughs> Goodness. Communicate. You get in, it's a bad situation. You know, death is inevitable. So that's going to come up. That's going to be hard. I'm allowed to have a bad day. Hey, team, this is what's going on. There's not a, a time stamp on when I will be good, but bear with me. I'm going to make sure I get my stuff done. Take these days off, X, Y, Z. This is what I expect of you. Set the expectations. Move on. Have that time. And they wonder why there's a, there is now a mental awareness rage going on. Oh, companies need to be aware of mental illnesses and all this. Because y'all's crazy self that have allowed some time. And I don't know what where the standard came from where you just have to drive yourself into the ground for a business that you didn't even create. The founder of this company makes money in his sleep. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase because that's that's too little. The founder of that company makes billions of dollars in his sleep. Salary people make money while they sleep. Oh, yes, but not billions. For dang sure not billions. And for me, I clock out. My time ends when I clock out. I'm not driving myself 
into the ground because that's not fair to me. That's not loving me. And quite frankly, I don't think that's what God is asking me to do. Now, yes, it said the Bible does say when you work at it, at something, work at it with all of your heart as if you were doing it for the Lord. That's what I'm going to do. So if I'm telling you the minimum is 45 hours a week to 50 a max, it'll be the best 45 to 50 hours that you'll ever have. You get the best out of me for dang sure. I'm going to put in the work 45 to 50 hours a week. Anything over that is going to cause is going to cause contention, some cause some strife. I don't mind putting the time in and when I put the time in it's going to be it's going to be the best. It's going to be the best. But I'm also going to cut that off so I can have time for me. Now does that mean one day is going to be shorter than the other if I have a longer day? That's exactly what that means. Because I need to make sure I'm balancing me out. That work-life balance. Work and life are not separated. I don't get that. You have to separate your life from work. You are you. And life happens. Whether you're at work or not. Life don't care that you got a clock in. It's going to happen regardless. goodness the only tump come the only company you need to just drive drag yourself down to the ground in is the one that you are cultivating from the ground up it's your business it's your baby you're putting everything in it because you are the only one who knows that's how it's supposed to run at the beginning you don't know where it's going 10 years from now but you know where you would like it to go so you're going to put in the work you're going to put in the time you're trying to make it better that requires more than 45 to 50 hours a week. I'm sorry. At some point, you have to you have to choose. And people are not going to like, oh, this person doesn't come in and do the extra work. No, because I love myself too much. I don't want to be burnt out of the work. I like the job too much. But I like it enough to cut it off. There's a time and a place. I like chocolate. Boy, do I like chocolate. I'll eat it every single day if you let me, but my body doesn't let me. Okay? It's like, I don't know why you thought today was the day to do this, but hospital. Don't look stupid while we're here. You know why we're here. You had too much of me. Okay? Jeez. Too much of anything is bad. Moderation. Or cut it off if you know you can't. You can't work is easy for me to cut off. Once I'm gone, I'm gone. I'm on to the next. I've left work plenty of times where I'm like, okay, work is done. Let me go paint. Let me go write a few crappy pages. Let me go write this episode on this podcast. Some people don't have that. Some people do. They're workaholics. They like to work. Being a workaholic isn't good either. Even though it's like, oh, it's work. You're allowed to be addicted to that. Addicted to nothing. Addicted to nothing is the best way to go. Okay? Cut it off. There's a time. 
There's a time and a place. Don't kill yourself for these folks because in the event they have to replace you, they will. And there's a lot of promotions going on. There's a lot of retirements happening. People are being moved all over the place. Somebody will take it. For me, this is my process. What you guys do, your business. Me, I'll give you 45, 50 hours a week, max. After that, I'm doing me. I'm not doing no work on Sunday. Probably will do it on a Saturday. Don't ask me about no Sunday. Sunday is mine. Anything on a Saturday that I have to do, the cutoff is at 10 to 12. So I'm going to start early or something. But I'm done. There's a cutoff. I'm not doing all day Saturday. Boundaries. I'm going to have the conversation. It's cool. You speak, you be vocal. If there's an issue about a bad day, talk about it. Hey, you know what? Rough today. Don't have to tell them what's going on. But if you need to, because some people are just like, oh, I just don't understand. It, you, I hate that it has to come to that point. But then you tell them, oh, well, this is what's happening. Kind of makes them shut up a little bit. Example, I was working at a retail store. And I really didn't want to tell these people that. But I was like, okay, you know, I'm going to need some time off. I'm going to, you know, California. And they were like, well, as long as it's not before this day and this day. And I was like, I'm pretty sure they'll have the funeral before that time. They were like, oh, oh my gosh. See, watch what you say. Just <laughs> relax. <laughs> relax. You see how you, you turn my, my days off into about the business instead of just asking me what it was about? It's crazy. So I hit them with the, oh, well, I think the funeral will be had before then. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, okay. Watch yourself. Just just watch. Watch it. People are people before they're employees. And I think that jobs don't understand that sometimes. They're like, oh, we gave you a job. You owe us your life. No, I don't. I do not like when entities think that they are more than God. It's like, how dare you require more than Jesus? Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? The Lord has told me to rest, has to take quiet times. Quiet times being you have that moment of silence or several moments of silence where you're either meditating or you're just shutting up for a second. Just be quiet in a room, lay down, pray, have a quiet time, tune the world out for a second. Let's not entertain the world for a moment. Sometimes jobs just think like, oh, you have free time, work. No, <laughs> no, uh, okay. For your safety and mine, I'm gonna have my time. Ooh, that rhyme, bars, baby. The Bible tells us to not become like the world, which we've discussed. It's 1 John 2.15-17. No, I'm not confident in that finding. Let me know if I'm wrong. But it says to not be like the world. Like, so if a company is like, well, you need to do this in order to be seen as this. I believe God is the reason for my promotion. His timing is everything. Now, oh, what about the people who don't believe in Jesus that are higher up? 
It's their time. I don't know why they're there. Just like, I, you know, some people don't know why I'm here. I know why. It's something I wanted to do. Something I prayed about. I'm here. I'm not where I would like to be, but I am on the track to become that. And shoot, maybe that person's just in that spot so they can go ahead and move when it's time for me to be up there. Whatever the case may be, God's timing is everything. And we really think we be telling God how to run his world. Well, no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. That's not how it works. I'll be wishing it'd be how it worked too. Because I'll be asking God, praying, Lord, what is the next step? Really asking, can you tell me your plan so I can see if I want to be a part of them? I've been guilty of that. I am guilty of that. Recently, I'm crying about figuring out where to move. Can you tell me where I'm going to move so I can see if it's one I want to be in? Please. God's plan is not a collaborative thing. We really think he needs, I don't know why we get to that, that stage. At least I do. Like he needs suggestions. <laughs> what? No. Like he need help. Wouldn't that scare you? If you were worshiping a God that needed your help. <laughs> Can you imagine? Worshiping somebody, spending time with somebody who created the heavens and earth and him needing your help, run. <laughs> run, okay. It ain't the real thing. That would be crazy if that was God's requirement. You know what? Hey, you know, me and big man up here, we've been, we had a long night out last night. We got to need you to tell us, you know, kind of to, to tell us what you want so we can see if that can, we can collaborate with someone, come to, come up to a conclusion of something. No, he don't need our help. He don't need our help. We give, we give him help, unwanted help all the time. He don't need it. He hears you. you chuckle. Ha, 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 ha. He, I'm sure the laugh is different. But he has a little chuckle. Like, let these people talk. I'm going to let them talk. I'm going to let them, you know, do their thing. But he's still going, his will will be done. It's going to be done. Sometimes I don't like it. Example, I want it to be in one department. That I was interning for. I didn't get it. And the person the person got promoted that I was shadowing. And I was like, oh, no, it's too late. It's not too late. It was right on time. Because I feel like had I gotten what I wanted, I wouldn't have liked it. Now I'm seeing, oh, okay, I'm in this department. Now I, I'm, I've only been at this place for X amount of time. And now I have two departments under my belt versus just having one. God's timing. There is an internship that came up right after I had already applied and accepted. Applied and accepted. Let me tell you, apply, I applied for it, got interviews and got accepted. Okay. Offered. Can't express this enough. And then another posting 
closer to home came up. At first I was like, is this a joke, Lord? Did I miss it? Did I, did I jump at it too soon? No, it's right on time. Because had that internship came up before this one, I wouldn't be in the spot that I'm at. 90 applicants for that internship that was closer to home, only two people got in. Do you know how devastating that would have been? If they were both posted at the same time and I went, went, went for closer and didn't get in and missed the opportunity to be where I'm at. Devastating. God's timing is impeccable and kind of humorous and mean at times. Because at that time, I'm like, oh, dang, Lord, why? Thought I missed out on something. Then I saw the reality of the situation and I was like, oh, no, you were right on time. You planted that perfectly because you knew, he knew. Had I applied for that, I would have not left the state. I'd have been stuck where I was at. So he knew to make sure the other posting was posted first. The uncomfortable posting was posted first. The inconvenient posting, the more expensive posting, oh, I can go on, was posted first because he knew where my heart would have been if the other option was available at the same time or even before. I would say the same time because before it's like, oh, okay, well, I applied and didn't get in. I'm going to apply for this one. At the same time, I think it would have been more attractive, like, okay, cool. And I would have missed it. I would have missed the chance trying to stay home. He's a clever thing. He is. It's, it's painful at times. He knows we want to pick the more comfortable decision. He knows. But it's almost, in my case, it's been the first option. And then the second one approaches and it's like, oh, well, should I have taken this one? No. But it's scary. So it's like, what do you do? It's almost, for me, it's almost in the season of don't wait. If something good comes about that fits you and it, don't wait. I didn't wait. As far as the intern interviews went. I had three. The first one I had, she called me back in 30 minutes and offered me the job. I took it. I took it. Probably too fast, I, I thought to myself. Then once I realized what the other two were, because the other one I thought was e-com. And not a different position that it actually was. And... Come to find out, I wouldn't even liked it in that department anyway. That's not what I wanted. Looking at the system of the, the, once I got to see it, I was like, oh, wow, perfect. I wouldn't have liked this. I wouldn't have liked it. But I didn't know that at the time because I didn't know what the heck the department was. Now that I've seen the department, now that I've seen that that's what I would have been interning for, I'm so freaking glad that I did pick the first option. 
probably should have could have said, you know, well, can I wait? But no, I went for it. And so far, I have seen that going for what has been available firsthand and just you you have that feeling of, okay, this is it. This is good. You did that. It's great. Now, seeing the second option sometimes does hurt. It's like, oh, I would have preferred that one. Yeah, I'm sure you would have preferred that one. But that one doesn't give you a lot of cards in your deck. See, doing it this way, you have two departments under your belt versus the one. You have three aspects of the business versus two, or one rather. I don't be liking to admit it, but homie be on, on game. Moral of the story is boundaries in the workplace are still to allow that peace that freshness of loving what you're doing so you don't have to experience burnout. It's telling people that, you know, this job does not run me. Because it doesn't. And I know sometimes when the money's coming in, it feels like you can't live without it. At the end of the day, if God don't do it, it won't be done. Don't put your, I, for me, I cannot put my faith in a job. I have to put my faith in God. I did not like the one area I was in, but I still did what I did needed to do when I got to work and I'm here at the next level. It's uncomfortable. Initially. And then you get to a place like, oh, peace. Killing yourself is not going to get you the next promotion. Doing the best you can with all that you can 100% of the time that you have allotted of that time, giving 100% of those 50 hours, okay, during those 50 hours, then boom, that is how you get promoted. You are showing God that you know what, with this little, I can do great things. And he'll move you up. And he'll move you up. And he'll move you up. Pay attention to what you are giving energy to. I can't keep giving energy to a job. As if, okay, I have to do all of this and the job is going to promote me. No, job, the God, God is going to move you when he feels is fit. We want, we, we want it early. We want it later. We want it for our convenience and our comfortability. But he's not into that, that, that game of business, that business. When you are being pruned, it hurts. When you are being cut away from something, it hurts. And that's what God is going to do. He's either going to prune you to grow you up or he's going to cut you loose from something that you shouldn't have been attached to, to begin with. And it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. I was not going to quit H-E-B. Was not. Even though it caused me a lot of unfortunate discomfort. Like it was just something you shouldn't have been coping with at work. Should have just set the boundary and cut it off then. Didn't, Didn't have the strength to do it. 
So God did it. Cut me loose. Cut me loose. But I'm glad he did. Because look where I'm at now. Did I see this at the time? Absolutely not. All I saw is I did not have a job. That's all I saw. I saw what was right in front of me, which is often what we all see. And that's all we can see. But that's all we focus on. And that's the mistake. Give your job what they require of you. Go a little over if need be, but cut it off when you feel like it is It is causing you strife and chaos. When it is starts meddling with your peace, cut it off. Have the conversations. All in all, you're allowed to have a bad day. Okay? Don't be crazy and disrespectful at work, but you are allowed to have a bad day. Set those boundaries. Figure out what those boundaries are because they're different from everybody. Your job is supposed to respect you too. You respect it, so it needs to be mutual. Okay. Well, that's it for our series on boundaries. Guys, thank you for joining me with this. Like, thank you for sticking it out. I know I've been long-witted at times, but thank you. I appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Have a good day.